Hey guys, this is Milan Milan. Welcome back. Today we're going to go into some verses on where the angel of the Lord appeared for his people in what we call the Old Testament. And we're just going to do a quick recap as well as let's read our Bible more. Let's continue to build our relationship. It's not just an episode. Um, it's not a series. It is a lifestyle. When you choose Christ over you and over this world, it's a lifestyle. So we're going to talk about that some ways that you can get into your word, into your love letters more and more intimately, but we're also just going to do a quick recap of what we spoke about last week. So stay tuned. Hey, thanks for joining me. All right, so you know, this is me, Milan Milan, and we're here. So today we're going to talk about when the angel of the Lord appeared, right, to his people and what we call the Old Testament. Now, before we get into that, I said we're going to just briefly speak on about like a recap of what we, um, spoke of last week. So it was about building our relationship, right? Building a closer intimacy with our creator. And um, these were the three points that we went over. Reading your love letters. That's your Bible, right? Reading your love letters allows you to know who he is, who you are serving. It continually will give you strength to continue in this world that is so far from him. Also about praying. I myself admitted I need to have a better prayer life. I desire a more um a stronger prayer life i pray all the time like literally every day i talk to him every single day almost seeming like every moment of the day right i am talking to my creator but um i want a stronger prayer life that where i just give myself more time to spend in his presence to be at the foot of his throne, to not only make my petitions known, but to ask of him what he wants from me. What what direction? How can I be of more service to his kingdom? And then we also spoke of fasting. Fasting, I explained, was a way for us to truly just depend on him to get away from the things that fuel us and let him be the one that does that it can be seen as us putting aside our desires our fleshly desires um to choose him 
and it could be us fasting because there are some things that we need to pray out of our lives to stand in the um, gap for those who may not know Christ. We may need to fast because when I tell you that the enemy don't care how old you are in Christ, you could be a baby in Christ. You could be an old soul in Christ. He don't care. He does not care. Okay. There are no rules to his attacks. Just attack. That's what he knows. Attack. And that's it. And by fasting, we can stand stronger in his word because it, it, it allows us to rely on him even more so. Because our flesh is weak, right? Our flesh is always weak. He is our strength. It reminds us where our help comes from. So they go hand in hand. When you fast, you are reading even more. You're praying even more. All right. So that's the quick recap. Along with us continuing to build our relationship with our Father, it's important that we see moments when he came for his people in the Old Testament. So, I have my notes. I've prayed on this. And this is where I am led. So I hope at this point you've gotten your pens, your pencil, your notepad, your highlighters, whatever you need, even your coffee, right? Or your tea, your water, whatever. Let's get right into this word. So the angel of the Lord, I'm going to give you what my Bible, and I read out of the New King James Version, I'm going to give you what the title of that of those verses are and then i'm gonna give you those verses and then we're gonna get into this one story that i find so amazing in the book of numbers all right but the first one we're gonna talk about is israel's disobedience look for that and see they disobeyed a lot of times okay so when i say this this ain't the only part that they disobeyed the Most High Yah. But this is the one I'm giving you where the angel of the Lord appeared. So Israel's disobedience, you're going to see it in Judges 2 verse 4. The birth of Samson, you'll look for that in also Judges 13 verses 18 and then verses 22 through 23. The song of Deborah, they refuse to help. So look for it in Judges 5, verse 23. And then the angel of the Lord also appeared at, uh, the title was Moses at the burning bush. That's in Exodus 3, verse 2. And the angel and the promises look for that in exodus 23 verse 20 through 21 and then hagar and ishmael look for 
the angel of the Lord appearing in Genesis 16 verses 7, 9 through 11. The angel of the Lord appeared to Elijah. And if you know Elijah, you know he was an amazing prophet of the Most High Yah. The angel of the Lord appeared to Elijah. Look for it in 1 Kings verse, I'm sorry, chapter 19, verse 7. But the story I want to get into now. And that's a really good story. Maybe we can go over that um, at a later time. But um, I like that story a lot. I like Elijah a lot. Okay. But the story we're going to go over today is uh, Numbers. So this is about Balaam and the donkey and the angel. Guys, I've read the story over and over. And I just was always like, who is that angel though? And then I started studying more who this angel is. This is the angel of the Lord. Now, there are angels, and angels have different rankings, and angels do different things, right? Um, but when I say the angel of the Lord, I'm literally talking about one of the members of our triune God. So if you didn't catch it before, that's who the angel of the Lord is. So we're going to go to it right now. I told you it's Numbers 22. And <clears throat> it's verses 22 through verse 40. So I'm just going to read the entire story um, as it is in the Bible. This is the New King James Version. Again, for anyone who didn't pick up on the first part, um, that I was explaining the version that I'm reading. So Balaam, the donkey, and the angel. Then God's anger was aroused because he went and the angel of the Lord took his stand in the way as an adversary against him. And he was riding on his donkey and his two servants were with him. Now the donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way with his drawn sword in his hand. And the donkey turned aside of the way and said and went into the field. So Balaam struck the donkey to turn her back onto the road. Then the angel of the Lord stood in a narrow path between the vineyards with a wall on this side and a wall on that side. And when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she pushed herself against the wall and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall. So he struck her again. Then the angel of the Lord went further and stood in a narrow place where there was no way to turn either to the right hand or to the left. And when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she lay down under Balaam. So Balaam's anger was aroused and he struck the donkey with his staff. Then the Lord opened the mouth of the donkey, and she said to Balaam, What have I done to you, that you have struck me these three times? And Balaam said to the donkey, Because you have abused me, I wish there were a sword in my hand, for now I will kill you. 
So the donkey said to Balaam, Am I not your donkey on which you have ridden ever since I became yours to this day? Was I ever disposed to do this to you? And he said, No. Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way with his drawn sword in his hand. And he bowed his head and fell flat on his face. And the angel of the Lord said to him, why have you struck your donkey these three times? Behold, I have come out to stand against you because your way is perverse before me. The donkey saw me and turned aside for me these three times. If she had not turned aside for me, surely I would have killed you by now and let her live. And Balaam said to the angel of the Lord, I have sinned, for I did not know you stood in the way against me. Now, therefore, if it displeases you, I will turn back. Then the angel of the Lord said to Balaam, Go with the men, but only the word that I speak to you, that you shall speak. So Balaam went with the princes of Balak. Now when Balak heard that Balaam was coming, he went out to meet him at the city of Moab, which is on the border of Arnon, the boundary of the territory. Then Balak said to Balaam, Did I not earnestly send to you, calling for you? Why did you not come to me? Am I not able to honor you? And Balaam said to Balak, Look, I have come to you. Now here, now have I any power at anything I say? The word that God puts in my mouth, that I must speak. So Balaam went to Balak and came to Kitrath. Huzzah. <laughs> Sorry. Then Balak offered oxen and sheep, and he sent some to Balaam and to the princes who were with him. What I want you to understand is as we read through these verses, I did emphasize <laughs> the angel of the Lord. It didn't say an angel. It said the angel. When you also look at this, you will see that Balaam fell right before him. He fell before him. And so when the Lord opened up his eyes, what did he see? Verse 31 says, Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes, and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way with his drawn sword in his hand and bowed his head and fell flat on his face. Right? He worshiped him. Boom. Number two. Well, number three. You see where it says his hand? His is capitalized, as in reverence, okay? Again, it's the angel of the Lord. It is he fell and he worshiped him. He also said, the angel of the Lord also said to him, he's literally asking, why did you hit your donkey? Why did you strike your donkey? And then he said, had he went, I have, um, he would have killed him. He would have killed him. When have you ever heard an angel say that he would have killed him? 
because they can't say that they don't have that power they don't have that authority just try to truly understand this i hope that it is easy for you to like decipher and if it isn't definitely ask the holy spirit because the holy spirit makes it all known i'm not gonna say i figured this out on my own because i didn't so definitely ask the Holy Spirit because he will make all things known. He will bring all things to remembrance, all verses, all of God's words. He will bring it to remembrance. He will He will assist you in prayer when you know not what to pray for. That's scripture. All right. To read the entire story, because it's a very interesting story. Read Numbers chapters 22, 23, and 24. And it literally, at least for the New King James Version, it literally just starts at 22 saying, Balak sins of Balaam. And there were no titles for my version in 23 or 24 because it's all together. It's an entire story. It goes all together. We just read the verses that spoke about the appearance of the angel of the Lord. So you could say, well, Milan, why was there an appearance of the angel of the Lord, right? It's because he showed up for his people. It's because he was there. He's always been there, but he showed up when the when his people needed him. So why would he not show up for you now? Whatever it is that you're going through, don't you know that he already knows don't you know that he's with you as you're going through it? Like you're not going through it alone. He's with you as you go through it. He's with you. All we need to do is continue to call out to him and ask him to lead us, ask him to guide us, ask him to continually give us strength. And he's a good God. He's a God that doesn't change. He is the creator of heaven and earth, the most high God. He is sovereign. He is our high priest. Amen. Oh my Lord. He is amazing. He is beautiful. He is worthy to be praised. He may not always answer you the way you look for an answer, but he knows best. For each and every one of us. And we're all unique. So now let's get into. Getting into our word more intimately. So we can know our God that we serve. And why he has these titles. Rightfully so. So. Let me just break down the traditional way of how we've always had our Bible, right? The traditional, and I say that with air quotations. Um, this is the traditional way. They broke it down in books, right? Um, and they kind of put them together, like grouped them. So first, you're going to find the first five books that were written by Moses, Okay. So the first five are Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. And then we get into the historical books. The historical books is 12 of them. And the historical books, they basically just continue 
the story of the people of Israel, the promised land, and just about their disobedience, right? But how you're going to see the Most High Yah show up for them every... Mm, let me take that back. Not every single time, but he does show up for his people. He does, because there was a point where he was done. Okay? But he did come back. So we're going to see these historical books. Joshua, Judges, Ruth, First and then Second Samuel, First and then Second Kings, First and then Second Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, and Esther. And then we get into the poetry and the wisdom. Okay? So poetry and wisdom, we're going to see hymns, proverbs, poems, and a lot of drama. So we have Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastics. I love Ecclesiastics. Song of Songs, but in some, depending on your version, um, it may not say Song of Songs, but it's the same as Song of Solomon, okay? Because Solomon had a hand in writing um, this, and he was a very, very wise king. Um, And then we get into the major prophets. Now, it's not major prophets as in they were like as an importance, but it's major as in the books are lengthy. So Isaiah alone um, is the first one. Isaiah alone has 66 books, 66 chapters, sorry. So yeah, 66 books in that one book, okay? Major. So you got Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations, Ezekiel, and Daniel. And then let's get into the minor prophets. And again, it's not about more important or less important. It's about length. So the minor prophets, we have, looks like 12 of the minor prophets. We have Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, um, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi. So... Those are the minor prophets. And that actually, all of those books we just went over, that's the Old Testament, is what we call it, the Old Testament. Now, if we go into what we now call the New Testament, it talks about Gospels and Acts, right? So the first four are the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And then Acts. Acts is where they receive the gift of the Holy Spirit that he explained to them in the Gospels. Um, And the Gospels are the Gospels are giving the accounts of Christ. Um, It is about the good news, right? How he came and he showed us how to live. He died on the cross but the most amazing part to me is he rose again. We do not serve a God who cannot hear. He hears us. And I tell you this most importantly because there is no other faith that gives salvation. There is no other there's there is no God other than the most high God 
that hears you. And I say that very bluntly. Allah cannot hear you. Buddha cannot hear you. And any of those old other pagan gods, they cannot hear you. The God that hears and the God that sees is the Most High Yah. There is no God above him. He will not share his throne. There's no God beneath him. Unless you want to be talking about how people make idols. Yeah, people can make idols and they can make those their gods. But that's a mistake. So let me just get back to these books in the traditional Bible. So after the the four Gospels and after the uh, book of Acts, you have Paul's letters, okay? He wrote 13 of them. You have Romans, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, uh, Philippians, Colossians, okay? Then it's 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, 1st, 2nd Timothy, Titus, and Philemon, or Philemon. And then we have the last, which are the general epistles and then the book of Revelation. So you have Hebrews, James, 1st and 2nd Peter, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, not to be confused with John the Gospel. Okay. Then you have Jude and then the book of Revelation, which was written by John, which is the same John that is Christ's um cousin right this is his cousin in the book of revelation and he is revealing christ in the book of revelation it's not revelations with an s it's revelation no s all right so and i'm sorry that's just said that because i hear so many people say revelations and it's not it's revelation no s okay so that is the traditional way that our Bible has been set up. And that is why I believe it's been set up that way because of the way that it's been broken down. Now, you can always choose a different route on how you um, want to read the Bible. I'm going to give suggestions, but let me just also, before I do, give you what I also have is a chronological Bible. So clearly the chronological Bible is not going to be the traditional and I'm making, again, air quotations. It's not the traditional way that we have um, known to read the Bible. Chronologically, it's just that. It's in chronological order. It is going to start with Genesis, but then there are bits of Job, Exodus, Leviticus, um, First Chronicles, right? Just to name some of the first five books that you see in the chronological Bible. Now, it's not the entire book. Like, so it's not like the entire um, book of Genesis before you get onto another book. You have First Chronicles in here, just a little bit mixed in, in Genesis. So after that, like I said, you got Job, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, um, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, First Samuel. And I understand is not the 
the, the traditional way that we've always read our Bible. But you could read it chronologically. My suggestion would be to read the book of John first, the gospel. The, the gospel is in the first four of what we call the New Testament. It's the fourth book of the gospels because it speaks of Christ and his divinity how he's always existed, okay? And then I would say, go ahead and read it the traditional way. But I'm not telling you how to do it. I'm just telling you that's a suggestion that I have. I will always tell you to take everything to our Father, though. Allow him to show you how to read the Bible, where to begin. Sometimes, even myself, even when I have a plan, I'm diverting from that plan because I'm led to read something else. So, basically, the way you're going to know our Creator is standing His Word, praying to Him continuously. And going through a fast. I would not say take it lightly. I would not even tell you how long you should do one. In the past, I've done three-day fast. I've done um, seven-day fast. I've never done a Daniel fast. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, But I have been interested in it. And I've been looking into it. And from what I'm understanding so far, okay, as of this recording, from what I'm understanding is that he just didn't eat any meats. So I'm kind of like, okay, that's kind of actually how I want to approach my whole life, my diet. I'm, I, I just really don't have a taste for meat as heavy as I used to. Now, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I will eat some hot wings. I will, you know, have a good juicy steak every now and again. I have actually stayed away from red meats for a while, actually. I have. It's just been chicken. Um, So I guess you would call me a pescatarian, and that's okay. Um, I feel healthier. I feel happier. I feel lighter, but I haven't lost any weight. The Lord has sustained me. Um, so I'm just rambling at this point I am done what we had to talk about I hope that this was enlightening to you I hope that this um, edified your soul and take everything back that I say to our father take it in prayer I love you all so much the time is near shine your light on whoever you come across Go in peace. Y'all bless. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining me again. Um, This was good for me. I hope it was good for you. I really do. I hope that it was edifying to you and that um, it gave you more of an understanding of who our God is and how he showed up for his people 
like he showed up for his people a lot and these were just some verses so take this podcast use it as a study um and and go further in your studies and find out other verses and other stories on where the angel of the lord appeared in the old testament and then look into prophecies you're gonna see that every bit of the word of god is true every bit of it he's an amazing god he loves you he loves me he's so awesome he not only died for our sins but he rose again he is our high priest amen he is our high priest all my links are in the description every saturday y'all willing they will be posted 12 noon there might be bits and pieces in between as the lord leads me to drop whatever message it is be the light that he's called you to be lead someone else to our heavenly father give your testimony go in peace till next time